Hello, how are you? This is Jay Fons One, and we are the new Washington DC morning show. And today we we had a guest, but the guest was the guest had a, a unexpected something happen. So we're just going to um, talk today about go more into a little more politics, a little more entertainment, and of course what I'm watching. So politics, interesting thing today. Rudy Giuliani said that. If it was collusion, it would be done in quiet and in secret. And there is no way that someone would want to collude out in public, meaning that all these things that Trump is doing out in the open, like asking for Russia to hack Hillary Clinton's emails, supposedly that that has a way of giving him cover, saying who would be that stupid to try to do something in broad daylight. So it reminds me of a story when I was young or I was a teenager um, one of my, um, one of my uncles was living with us at the time and he came home really upset. I mean, he came home, he wasn't a violent person like at all, but he was taking frustration out on, on like, he was just cursing and throwing stuff around the house, not in a threatening way, but just, he could, he was upset at something else. I didn't, you know, we didn't feel threatened at all. I just want to put that out there. But he was highly upset. So when he finally calmed down, kind of like upset when you when your team loses a football game and you just kind of like, you know, you, you, it was a close game and you really get upset and you kind of take out your anger on the furniture. He was some, it was something like that. So he, uh, I said, hey, why are you so upset? What's going on? What happened? He said that he was at the bank and the bank was two blocks from my house. We were living in D.C. on Capitol Hill at the time. So it was near 8th and H. And he said that this guy in front of him, who looked like a, a homeless person, wrote down this note saying, I'm going to rob you. Give me all of your money. He was standing right behind him. He thought the guy was going to get caught. He was kind of laughing about it. That guy wasn't threatening at all. But the teller gave the guy a huge bag of money. And when he gave him a huge bag of money, he said, <laughs> the guy just walked out. And got away with it. And he was upset because he was thinking if he had done that, he said he would have been caught, put in jail, the whole nine. But since this guy was just so obvious, no one took it seriously. And he was able to walk out of there. The police never caught him because the guy was, he's, he guy lives in his neighborhood. And he just basically just got away with robbing a bank, being a homeless person. And he was upset because he, he didn't think of it, I guess. I'm young. I don't know all the reasons why. But the point or the moral of the story is that he got away with something because he did it out in the open. And we and we have a president today that's doing a lot of things out in the open that is causing us a lot of anxiety and a lot of frustration. So to try to understand what's going on now, this podcast will help you do that. Try to put it, chop, chop tie things up in a nice little bow. So initially, everything is centered around did Donald Trump and the nation of Russia get together to try to swing an election. So everything is centered around this um, June, I'm sorry, July 9th meeting at the Trump Tower. And the meeting was with Russians and the Russians didn't have any information but it was forecasted that they would. As a matter of fact, they sent Don Jr. emails saying that we have information on Hillary Clinton. We would like to give it to you. 
So Donald Jr. set the meeting up and the Russians end up didn't have any. Experts have said that that was just a fishing expedition for the Russians so that they would see how far the Trump administration would go to try to, to try to connect with the Kremlin. They were surprised they were so successful, according to some experts. So the Donald Trump said that no one knew about the meeting. It was supposed to be about adoptions or so forth. And they basically denied the whole thing. But it came out today that Michael Cohen, the lawyer or former lawyer of Donald Trump, said actually that um, he said actually that there was a pre-meeting to discuss all of the dirt that was supposed to come out in the real meeting and that Trump knew about it. Now, this is major news because if this is true and it could be collaborated, you will actually have people that have colluded with a foreign nation to try to overthrow an election. So this is major news of today. We'll see what happens tomorrow. You know some of these major news when Trump comes out with tons and tons of crazy, crazier, crazy, crazy than crazy tweets. So that's what that's what's kind of where we are in the whole Trump slash political slash investigation of the Mueller investigation today. So that being said, we're going to go on to something else. And what I would like to talk about is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because eventually where I am, I'm going to declare to run for office, congressional office in 2016, I'm 2020, Maryland 6th District. And I would like to, podcasting is a great way to kind of get to know, or people get to know you, get to know them, and understand your views, how you think, how you feel. So I'm going to utilize this medium to really get my thoughts out there. So this will be a daily podcast, and we will talk about politics, entertainment, sports, and more, more, more importantly, kind of the uh, latest news and, and, and entertainment of the day. So let's move on to what I am watching and what I am looking forward to. Right now, we are in a dead period. I am currently watching The Affair. I spoke about it yesterday. Basically, this is a show about dysfunctional people who are in relationships with each other, and they don't seem to mind people not having redeeming qualities in this show. But I like The Affair because it really shows the flaws of human of humanity and it really shows us a lot of shows always show people at their best or near their best this kind of explores us when we're not at our best when we have a frustrating day and how do we deal with that frustration i i had a frustrating day today actually where you're um in business with someone not not business business but when you're when you have interactions with other people um, in your community that you depend on or they depend on you, and they, they sometimes when you meet someone initially, they seem, you know, everything's all great, but when you start to really get closer, then all the flaws come up, which the flaws I talked about in the affair, what people have, and sometimes those flaws affect you negatively. So, you know, um, I was on the phone with someone, we, we were discussing an issue, and the person said to me, actually said, this actually happened tonight. It said, hold on. And they never came back to the phone. Now, we're two adults. <laughs> we're two adults talking. And you say, hold on. And you never just come back. You're just like gone. I have you on speaker. Got my kids in the background. Trying to get my kids, you know, settled down. It's about 9 o'clock at night. And you never come back to the phone. 
So I think there's something wrong. So I hang up. And then they have someone else call my wife. I'm just like, why don't you call me back? They said, well, you hung up. We didn't know. I, what, what do you mean? You never came back. So it's interesting how you can be involved with a relationship or some kind of friendship and they can they can be manipulate manipulative or uh, the word is kind of escapes me right now but you have to kind of like evaluate people for what they show you and then and then just kind of go with that and sometimes it's best to just terminate the relationship or terminate the contract that you guys have so you can have peace of mind in the future but there's always a sadness to it because someone is in your community you know, you, you will see them again. You will deal with them again. You kind of wonder, why can't it just be healthy? But once again, watching that show, The Affair, it kind of reminds you that we all we all, we all have flaws. It's human nature. We all have flaws. And um, the, sometimes those flaws come out and it hurts other people. So I am right now broadcasting on Periscope as I'm recording this. I will be broadcasting on Periscope every night. Um, I'm, using, I'm going to utilize all these mediums to get our message out there. And to have fun with this uh, podcast. So, that being said, what I am looking forward to is Better Call Saul. Now, a lot of people who watch Better Call Saul initially will say, it's not as good as Breaking Bad. It was not as, it's different from Breaking Bad. And I would say you're right. Better Call Saul was created by Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan created the series of Breaking Bad, which is one of the most popular shows of all time on cable. Breaking Bad was about a a high school chemist who was um who was highly 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 intelligent and he had got a diagnosis of cancer of the lungs and he wanted to leave something for his family so he began to make methamphetamine and began to make a lot of money off of it and it shows how he basically transformed his personality uh into a major uh meth maker but the show really went about the meth itself it was about someone how they changed and how they had to navigate a different landscape. So the spinoff for this show is Better Call Saul. Now Breaking Bad was a was went at a really good pace. It was high action, high drama. But Better Call Saul to me is just as good because they this show is in the moment. I've watched it, I watched it three seasons, maybe now four times, and. I think the third season, Better Call Saul, was probably the top five seasons of any show at any time. My top five seasons of any show of any time is The Sopranos. Uh, I think the last season, season six. Um, Game of Thrones, season five. Season five of Game of Thrones was when... Uh, season five of Game of Thrones... No, sorry, season six of Game of Thrones. That's that 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 contained the um, Battle of the Bastards. Also, also contained the episode of Hard Home when Jon Snow fought the Walkers. You know, in the wilding areas. Also contained the whole Daenerys and the dragon bit. So, season six of Game of Thrones is probably one of my best seasons. But Better Call Saul, I ranked that high up there because the season actually had two final chapters one was in the middle of the season and one was at the end of the season and the last scene of better call saul was so dramatic and so impactful that i basically just like just stared there at the tv um because to to witness that amount of drama that one person was going through inside their head 
was very uh, traumatic, very um, hard to say. It was moving. It was extremely moving. So Better Call Saul season three. Now, if you watch Better Call Saul, a lot of people say it's slow and so forth. But you have to watch it in a way that you live in the moment. Don't look for, if you watch the show, don't look for what's going to happen next. Rather, look at what's happening now. And every sentence, every word, I like TV shows that are smart and, and creatively written. So every, every moment, every look actually means something and has, and has a purpose versus a random uh, kind of one-dimensional story. Uh, Better Call Saul is a, is a 3D-dimensional story. So when you pay attention to everything in the background... The clothes that they're wearing, the uh, the way they set up, they set the story up. Everything has a meaning. Everything is on purpose. Every single detail in that show is on purpose, and to be able to see that to its completion is highly entertaining for me. is a is a is a really good intellectual show that I'm really looking forward to. I think it's coming out here in August again. Uh, they have three seasons on Netflix. I will be going through uh, Better Call Saul the first three seasons as I'm watching it in the segment when I'm, when I'm watching today, and we, we will be going over that. I'm also looking forward to Fear the Walking Dead. That starts August 12th. I am a big Zombie Nation fan. People say, why, are you, why do you like zombies? What's going on with that? I like zombie shows because it's not about the zombies per se. The zombies are like a stressor. The show is about zombies is basically it's about people trying to survive in an environment that has no, that doesn't have any law. And how do you protect your children? How do you, how do you provide? How do you uh, establish relationships? How do you trust someone that you meet new? How do you form relationships that are healthy? All of these things. And the zombies are basically in the background as a stressor trying to make everything that you're trying to do harder as you live day to day. So that's why I like zombie shows, not because of the zombies per se, but because of the stressor it provides and seeing people overcome and try to figure out how to live in a situation where they're constantly threatened by this huge thoughtless force that could be anywhere at any time. So Fear the Walking Dead, I'm thoroughly enjoying that first two seasons were okay but the last season they had they brought new characters and it is really really good we we will be going over that what i watched tonight was do you think you can dance and i'm kind of i didn't watch it last season i normally watch it every every season but they made some changes this time so the so this episode was basically there were they have narrowed it down to 10 guys and they were going to narrow it down to five. Last week's episode was there was they were narrowing it down to five girls. So now they have five guys, five girls, and I'm really good to see uh, a couple African Americans there who are doing really well. And I I have a favorite, and I forgot his name, but I will say that probably tomorrow or when I look at that show again. So do you think you can dance? And actually. I was watching a throwback tonight, and I'll probably go back to that after this podcast. Is the throwback was I was watching uh, Bruce Willis and um, Bruce Willis, yeah, and uh, Die Hard. I forgot what such a great movie that was. It's a good throwback, highly entertaining, and 
it's interesting when you watch something when you're older, you you kind of you have more appreciation for for what they're doing and what, and what they're going through. So that's what I'm watching. The news of the day to recap news of the day is Trump, of course, uh, he got I think he got his hand caught in the cookie jar and his ex lawyer is singing like a bird. And I think this may be the end. But if Trump were to begin the process of him removing him from office, it just will be replaced by Mike Pence, who is not that much better, but at least it'll be normal. It'll be normal bad versus abnormal bad. You know how you have normal bad where it's just, okay, bad news, bad policy, okay, fine. Abnormal abnormal bad is you never know if he's going to wake up one day and want to press the trigger and send off a nuclear bomb or something. So I'm looking forward to normal bad versus abnormal bad. And I think this, this may be the beginning of that process. That's just my personal thoughts. We will see. So today is a smaller version of the podcast for your morning drive. Um, daily news I'm doing. And by the way, weather. And we're going to talk about the weather and this rain. And the rain that seems to come every single day day either overnight during the day what is going on with our weather process this is global warming in its beginning stages of its changing our environment where more rain is falling in a smaller amount of time overloading our normal systems to handle that amount of water and we're starting to see the effects and prayers to you guys over there and um over there uh, off 100 Elkridge, Maryland, I believe. Prayers to you guys because it seems to be another Main Street keeps flooding over and over again. So I don't even know what's going to happen for the next five years. I mean, is this going to be regular now every every year where we have more and more rain because of global warming? Um, that you have more. The rain is coming from unstable uh, weather environments because of the heat and the humidity and just everything being unstable just brings more rain, more showers, and more flash floods. So hopefully this isn't a trend. It can be reversed. And it can be reversed if we put the right people in office, hint, hint, <laughs> right people in office to have uh, to pass legislation to get to more green power versus fossil fuel. So I'll leave with that. This is Funds one for your morning drive podcast. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Remember my funky story about doing things out in the open. <laughs> my uncle wished he had gotten away. He had done himself and gotten away with it. Somehow I don't think he would have. And I will talk to you tomorrow. I'm out. 